Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Compassion Club. <laughs> My name is Ashley Taylor, and welcome back to another episode. I'm sitting here today with my best friend, my soul sister. I don't have a sister. She doesn't have a sister, but this is what I imagine it feels like. And she has been with me through the trenches, through all of my eras as living in LA. And I'm just so grateful for you and that we're doing this. So welcome to the Compassion Club. Thank you for having me. Of course. So we honestly really spontaneously decided to film today. We're in our little feminine cute fits because today we're talking about love and I just decided I'm gonna look up questions online the most searched questions online about dating love sex questions that boys want girls to answer and we are going to answer them oh yeah because we love talking about love it's one of my favorite topics to talk about it is yeah (laughs) And, and we have some wine so cheers cheers baby because aphrodisiacs yes Mm. nice okay i haven't even looked at the questions but megan do you want to do you want to like introduce yourself oh hello (laughs) i'm megan moylanen tell us a little tidbit about you i'm 25 years old from california and this is my home yes we're in her lovely apartment (laughs) this big ass mirror behind us yes (laughs) i finally moved into my own place Mm mm-hmm my cat's running around here somewhere. Yeah, she has a crazy cat. Crazy, crazy cat. <laughs> he knocked over the plants all, he did. The, my, all night. My poor elephant ear. She's a goner. Rest in peace. R.I.P., baby. Um, <laughs> um, I work for the Department of Water and Power. Been there since I was 18. Seven years. Woo. Big girl job over here. Big girl job. Um, I'm in maintenance, so I work with power tools and stuff like that look at this beautiful woman working with power tools <laughs> this is just a, an amazing example the only female the youngest one yes <laughs> represent honestly i am very proud of how far i've come in life and you know only up from here yeah yes <laughs> yeah and we always have such amazing conversations you're just a person i feel like i can talk to you about anything Me and too. we always can just bounce ideas off each other which is so special mm-hmm. so let's dive into it hell yeah let's go <laughs> we're gonna have some fun today you're gonna want to watch the full episode i didn't even <laughs> say this but make sure that you subscribe or follow on whatever platform you are watching or listening on and make all sure to them. watch yeah <laughs> do it on all of them and if you want to be amazing you could also write me a review which would be ugh, would just warm my heart i've so, done it yeah. <laughs> first review right here <laughs> But um, yeah, we're just going to dive into it and it's going to be juicy. It's going to be saucy. It's going to be sexy. So you're going to want to listen. (laughs) I can guarantee it. (laughs) Tune in. (laughs) Okay. I haven't even looked at the questions. I'm excited. I'm very excited. Some of them might be, I don't know. We're just going to see. We're going to roll with it. We're going to roll with it. (laughs) Okay. What are your opinions on ghosting? Oh, I'm a master ghoster. That's You're a master ghoster. Okay, wait, yeah, you are. I am a master ghoster. Um, mm. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> and that's funny that you asked that first because literally I just got a FaceTime call and a text message from this guy that I've been ghosting. And I like met him one night 
it was Memorial Day. I don't oh God. <laughs> You'll never see this. It's fine. It's fine. Um, and like I was very drunk. Yeah, <laughs> and I get honest. like overly nice when I'm drunk. And I was like, oh, like he had texted me that later that night and was like, where are you? I had no idea who it was. I was like, oh, I'm going to this thing. Come. Sent the address. He showed up. I was like, oh, hey, like who are you? <laughs> and then so he has my number already and he followed me on Instagram and like he texted me after that and I have not replied at all not one single reply and he texts me like consistently like every other day and like FaceTimes me and calls me and like put me in a group chat with this other person what yeah okay they need to like get the memo though like after after like a few non-replies like uh, like, yeah. do I have to block you? Yeah. Or or do I have to be, like, super brutally honest and be like, hey, like, maybe I should. I, should. I know. But it's like, I, I didn't put any effort into it. I don't feel like I should put an effort into, like, letting him down easy. Yeah. You know? Like, I met you on a drunk night out and I, like, had one conversation with you. That, I think, is valid to ghost someone. Yeah. Because, like, you don't have this relationship. It's not like you went on, like, a couple dates and then yeah. you just, like, ghost them. No, if I've gone on a couple dates with somebody, I never ghost them. I, like, have let people down easy before mm-hmm. and just been, like, flat out honest. Like, if we had gone on dates, I'm like, hey, like, actually, I'm not in the right place or, like, I'm, I don't see this going anywhere. And that's the right thing to do if you have been talking to somebody or have been going on dates with somebody. Mm-hmm. You don't go somebody like that. Like, you've created a connection, like, in whatever small amount it is. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, just don't waste, like, they're probably wondering what you're thinking, and, like, it sucks if you're on the other end, and you're like, what did I do? Like, like, I just want to know if you don't like me, or if you're just not responding, like, just, like, let me know so I can, like, move on type of thing. So I think in that that stance, yeah, you should. But in, like, in the other... On the other side, if you met somebody one night and then you realize, like, oh, no, no. <laughs> no, no. I think it's okay to go. <laughs> I, I agree. I agree. And I think, yeah, you need to just kind of get the hint. Like, yeah. Because, like, I'm not going to put so much effort into, like, replying to you and, like. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No, that's a good answer. I agree with, I agree <laughs> with these statements. What are your opinions on sex on the first date? I feel like if you're really feeling the vibe of somebody and like you're connecting with somebody and you want to take it to the next level and have a sexual experience with them that same day, go for it. Like that's all personal preference and it shouldn't be like looked down upon or like you shouldn't feel bad about like, oh, like I like was easy or anything like that. Like Mm -hmm. if you really feel a connection with somebody, like do it. And I honestly believe that like a sexual experience with somebody is like very deep and it's like very eye-opening and like that can be like a defining factor of like if you keep seeing them Mm -hmm. because sex is very important for everyone yeah and I think that's it's all personal preference yeah I agree I think you shouldn't like set yourself up by being like I'm not gonna have sex on the first day it's like if it flows then Mm -hmm. it flows and like listen to what feels right yeah exactly but I also do think there is value in like making sure that you do have like I think there is value in having that connection with someone before Mm -hmm. just like hopping straight into bed but if you feel that deep connection already or if you've been on the date for like five hours and you've just been talking like nonstop, and like you you've gotten deep and everything like 
yeah then go for it yeah like if you just go to coffee and like you're like mm, you want to go home <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah that's but just a hookup and if that's what you're looking for then cool nothing against nothing that nothing against that yeah but just know like that's kind of setting the tone exactly. for it yeah you know or if or if you're if you like set that expectation for yourself where you're like i am not having sex on the first date like no that's like so against what I stand for and then it happens just naturally then you're gonna feel bad the Mm -hmm. next day about it and you're gonna like put yourself down so it's better just to like go in like no expectations and don't like feel bad about anything that you do like Mm because you're consciously choosing these things you know yeah it's like if you want to do it don't feel shame but also don't feel pressured if they want to have sex on the first date and you're not feeling it yeah then just be up front and be like i'm not I'm not ready to have sex on the first mm-hmm. date. I would love to keep getting to know you or yeah. whatever that may be. Maybe the second date. Maybe the yeah. third. I don't know. We'll see. Do what's <laughs> right for you. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Good answer. <laughs> what are your opinions on dating a colleague, like a coworker or someone in your friend group? Uh, in the friend group and a coworker is different to me. I would never date anybody at my work. <laughs> Just putting that out there. <laughs> Just gonna say that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like in a different situation, like if I was at like an office job or like a, I don't know, like working at, with music, like people my age, like mm-hmm. c- cool people that like are on my same level, my same like mindset, then it might be different. And like those are people that you spend every day with. And so you're spending a lot of time with these people. You get to know them. Like sometimes something can spark from that. And that's okay. It's just, like, don't let it get in between work. Mm-hmm. Like, they, there's that saying, like, don't shit where you eat. Yeah. And, yeah, it could it could be a problem, but it depends, like, how closely you work together, like, mm-hmm. and all of that. Same with your friend group. Like, if you've been friends for a while, like, you, you can fall in love with your friend, and I think that's a beautiful way to start a relationship. Mm-hmm. But if you're, if you just, like, are feeling the sexual tension and like that's all that it is then don't let any drama that happens between you guys affect your other friends like don't make people choose sides or anything like that because that's that's none of their business Mm -hmm. and I don't think it should come to that I agree it can definitely get a little messy at times yeah but I feel like you have to trust me I know (laughs) but I feel like you have to like be aware of that going in and like yeah. really like acknowledge what the situation is yeah. and like talk about it with them and be like I really love you as a friend and if we do this like I want to make sure we stay friends or whatever mm-hmm. it may be like mm-hmm. but yeah I can definitely get a little messy and sometimes I remember when I had a job like I would like just have work like crushes but yeah. it's like one of those things where it's like I think I was just bored yeah, like, yeah. I don't think that I can actually... happen too like if you're a workaholic and like the only people you see are your coworkers, yeah you might be a little blinded I yeah. don't know <laughs> yeah maybe like explore other options you got the rose colored glasses on <laughs> yeah I agree okay Okay, this was on one of the questions. I don't even know what this is. Maybe I'm stupid. Do you know what breadcrumbing is? No, I have no idea what that is. I don't either. Let me look it up. Okay, it says like bread cr- breadcrumbing is not a new phenomenon and chances are everyone has done it at some point. It is essentially leading someone on by sending them sporadic messages and or commenting on social media posts in such a way that interest continue the in- that interest continues. However, it is non committal committal yeah 
and vague. The messages in social media engagement act as the breadcrumbs. There is endless reasons as to why people do it. Some want to divert their attention away from a painful breakup. Others want to feed their <laughs> ego. And some just want to kill boredom. If you're romantically engaging with someone that is not an evolution of a friendship, I recommend a three-message rule. <laughs> okay, so this is, like, this is basically like a social media relationship, like, like where you only speak on social media, I guess? I guess, or like kind of like giving them compliments or like yeah, randomly like never, sending them texts. Never actually like asking them out, never yeah. moving forward from there. Okay. Like kind of throwing them like these flirty hints. I get it, yeah. I mean, I, I, mean, I don't breadcrumb. I never comment on anybody's things. <laughs> I don't message dudes. Yeah. Um, so I, I can't speak on myself, but I have guys do that to me and I don't really care, like yeah give me a compliment it's cute yeah like it's cute but i feel like if you're doing it that much it's like okay you must be like seeking something out yeah. of this like do you like me or are you just like giving me compliments all the time but yeah either way i guess it's it's not that Can big of a deal a little intermission uh my ex is calling me <laughs> shut up oh my god Cut the tape. Cut the tape. <laughs> I'm dead. Oh my, did you reject? Did you? Yeah. Decline? <laughs> yeah. We're filming. We're filming. We were buddy. talking about you. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. No, That's no. That's so <laughs> funny that you would call during the, the love episode. Uh, hilarious. Why do guys know everything but it's, absolutely nothing? Yeah. <laughs> and why does that always happen when you talk about someone and then they call you or always, they text you? It's, always. It's so Speaking creepy. it into the universe. Yeah interesting yeah okay <laughs> how to change relationship status on facebook that's a searched question are you serious <laughs> you don't know how who's to making face. who's asking these questions like 40 year olds no <laughs> okay um do you think long distance can work for me personally no because i like to spend a lot of time with my partner my one of my top lo- love languages is quality time Mm -hmm. um so I just like you know being with somebody and like doing those like random things together and also physical touch is like important to me also just like you know like cuddling like holding them holding their hand so I think like being close with somebody or at least in like a a close proximity to somebody is very important to me if I'm going to be dating them especially for a long period of time because long distance can can be very hard it also depends on like if you met them in another state and then you were just visiting there and like you have to go back home and me yeah and, yeah. <laughs> and that, like, that's how the relationship starts versus like you've been in a relationship and they have to like move away for work mm-hmm. I think in the latter scenario like that can work because you already know them like you've already been with them you already have made that love and like you've grown together so that's a situation where I think it could work more than if you met somebody like overseas or like in a different state yeah i agree if you have that foundation i think it's a lot more likely to work yeah but yeah i've definitely tried to do long distance (laughs) um a couple times (laughs) and one of them was with a man that lived in a whole ass other country and (laughs) our time difference was like nine hours apart or something so So, like (laughs) communicating was definitely a bit of a struggle but I think it also, yeah, it just depends if, like, that works. It's, like, just everyone's preference. Like, if yeah. it can work for you and you both feel like that's fine and you have, like, an end goal of, like, you're going to be living yeah. together or, like, closer at some point, I think it can work. Also, trust is a huge thing. You yeah. both have to trust each other, like, completely and, like, not 
make the other person feel guilty or like try to make them feel weird about anything and like guilt trip them mm-hmm. or I don't know just like ask up too many questions I don't know yeah no I like, this is the thing I don't like about it is because I feel like you have to text them all the time all the time and like FaceTime and it's like I'm living my life in the yeah. present moment like I don't I work on my phone all the time too so then I don't want to be texting all the time and feel like I need to like I just don't like the repetitiveness of like hey what are you doing today like yeah how are you like every single day it's just kind of like Mm-hmm. that's not really what I'm looking for in a fulfilling relationship yeah. and yeah I love quality time and physical touch like those are definitely two of my top love languages mm-hmm. and I feel like that's so essential for growing that closeness yeah but yeah it just depends on the situation but I do think in most cases it makes it really hard yeah. <laughs> yeah I've definitely seen some couples like on Instagram and YouTube who do long distance and they make it work yeah and that's cute but it, it very very dependent on like who you are as a person who they are mm-hmm. i agree let's see what is your opinion on polyamorous relationships we were just talking about i know this. Um, we started talking about like all this relationship stuff and i'm like wait wait <laughs> where's the mics, where's the mics? every time <laughs> um so for me i've like watched a lot of YouTube videos and listened to people speaking about polyamorous relationships and they're in them. Mm -hmm. And for me, I could not be in a fully polyamorous relationship because like if you're in a polyamorous relationship, you have your main partner, but you're allowed to like go and fall in love with somebody else and like have a full other relationship with this other person. And to me, I could not do that. That one that's a lot of work that's so much, I feel like it's drama <laughs> lots like, of it's lots a, of it's too much for me yeah. so personally I could not do it but I have listened to a lot of people talk about it and I understand where they're coming from and I can see their side of it mm-hmm. fully but it's just not for me yeah not for me not for me not for me yeah, definitely not. it's <laughs> yeah it seems i barely can handle one relationship like adding another person in geez that's, Ooh, that's, that's a lot just, no 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 <laughs> um but no judgments ever no, you know what do you think the best way is to get over a relationship hmm, okay hmm. like tips for healing after a relationship okay. one cut them off completely no texting no communication at all because that makes it just so much harder like take it from me (laughs) 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 Um, I I was in still contacted with my ex and it lasted way too long Um, don't do that also delete all your photos with them like you can put them on an external hard drive if you wanna I don't know I don't do that I don't do that I don't you don't delete delete them I know you don't delete yours delete them No, because (laughs) like even if you're not going back to like look at the photos and like reminisce on your relationship, like you have we have the memory thing on that does iPhone now, and so like sometimes deleted that feature, (laughs) it doesn't pop up anymore. (laughs) Okay, you can do that too, but (laughs) I deleted all my photos. I I think I have like oh well, it was after the breakup. I have photos of us after the breakup, but like yeah, we're like friends after or something. But I think yeah yeah that I, and also just like taking care of yourself like listening to yourself like if you feel like you want to cry and like think about it some like let it out 
let it out journal mm-hmm. about it like spend time with your friends focus on yourself do some meditations go to yoga go to workout classes just don't like sit by yourself in your room and do absolutely nothing because mm-hmm. then you're just gonna fall into the pit of depression yeah. and that's that's never ever good so yeah. I just like fill your days do stuff that you love and just spend time with good people who are very close to you yes yes healthy distractions yeah. for sure yeah. and surrounding yeah finding other ways to fill that like void of love that you feel like you lost whether that's with friends family self-love like because it does feel like a part of you like like a part of your life is kind of not there anymore yeah, and it's created this whole like life with somebody mm-hmm. and like you've become a huge part in each other's lives and like a breakup is uh my ex actually described it like this a breakup is kind of like the other person died in a way because like you completely cut off communication and like it's like a straight cut like mm-hmm. at, you don't speak to their friends anymore you don't speak to their family anymore it's like it's a really big deal yeah. and that can be very hard to go through mm-hmm. so and it's almost like it's kind of weird weirder in different ways than death because you know that they're still out living they're their life exactly. and you see them on social media or you might run into them and like yeah. that can be triggering mm-hmm. and yeah I think just giving yourself love and patience and space yeah and understanding that like time will heal yes, it always it does, does. And yeah, just like nurturing yourself. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I but also the social media thing. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to unfollow them or block them or anything if you don't want to. Like if you feel like you guys are gonna be friends in the future, you can mute them. Yeah, muting mute them. is good. Muting is good. Mm-hmm. Or if you never see yourself speaking to them again, unfollow. Yeah, obviously if it's like a bad breakup too, yeah. it's like cut all ties and yeah Yeah. it's so and you're gonna want to text them sometimes you're gonna have those urges and what i would do is i would literally write out in my notes or in my journal like what i would want to text them so that i could like get it off my chest but like just put it away like i don't need to send it to them later yeah Mm -hmm. like let those emotions flow because they're there and they're real but Mm -hmm if you text them it's just gonna cause more drama and it's just what's the point like what are you trying to do yeah like if you're not trying to get back together then Mm -hmm. what's the point it Mm -hmm. just makes it harder for everyone okay next question my upper lip is sweating oh my god and my chin it's It's a little hot in here it's hot in here (laughs) (laughs) you open the window maybe i don't know what the noise i'm like zesty it's yeah it's 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 zesty as fuck in los angeles actually not even that hot outside have some legs some leg action this is kind of a broad question but what do you think a healthy relationship looks like i don't know i've never had one I'm okay okay not i'm not kidding I mean, but i know yeah 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 okay no that was hilarious <laughs> to me <laughs> just like some qualities or things yeah, yeah. you know to me a healthy relationship looks like having full complete trust in each other and just 
no, you know that the other person, there's no judgments there. You can talk to them about anything Mm -hmm. and that is your person. Like anything that goes on in your life, you know that they are there for you and they will hear you and listen to you and they see you for who you are and still love you and they're like spending time together, like doing activities together mm-hmm. and like even if you're just like sitting at home like doing nothing you're happy just to be in their presence yeah. and that's that's what I think a healthy relationship looks like also like yeah. like healthy sex life mm-hmm. you know like they never talk badly about your friends mm-hmm. their friends never talk badly about you and also I I think I'm I'm a firm believer in like if you're in a relationship with somebody and like you go through a fight, I personally don't think that you should immediately run to your friends and like start talking badly about your partner and like Mm -hmm. complaining a lot to your friends about them because then that just creates a narrative in your friend's mind and it makes them and their relationship with your partner like kind of skewed and it off puts it. Mm -hmm. So I... I am a firm believer in that. I know some people won't agree, but it also same with family, especially family. Like don't keep your drama with your partner to yourself because then your family will hate your partner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. And just because they're on your side, even though like maybe your partner's not a terrible person, but they're always going to choose your always, side. You always. Know? Yeah. And they're always going to be biased. And mm-hmm. like, I think if you're having problems with your partner, like let it breathe and just speak to your partner about it. Like yeah. that's how like communication should be. Look at the vibes. <laughs> I have like boob sweat. I have all sorts of things are going on. <laughs> this is what it is like to be a feminine goddess. Yes. <laughs> boob sweat. Still, still goddess. <laughs> okay, guys, I don't know how to fan. Oh, she does. Okay, wait. How do I hold it? Like this. Okay, wait. Like this. That feels so. Wait, am I doing it right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, you're not. It's all in the wrist. <laughs> oh. Okay. Oh. Oh. Your fingers like this. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then it's all in the wrist. In the wrist. In the wrist. Is this the wrist? <laughs> What's the wrist? I, I mean, I know what the wrist or, is, okay, but like. Wait, move your hand like this. I mean, I'm feeling it. That's fine. It feels nice. <laughs> It's fine. Every time we're out dancing and there's a fan, like she just takes it out of my hand and starts fanning me because she'll, she'll be fanning. She'll she'll be like this. I'm like, what are you doing? Let me do it. I'll just do it for you. It's fine. <laughs> okay, so my battery died and we also had to get fans. Oh, you're talking about uh not talking to your friends and yeah. your family, and mm-hmm. I feel like I've definitely made that mistake in the past of like going to my friends because it does feel good to obviously have people on your side when you're upset but you really should be telling those things to your partner yeah like if it's a healthy relationship you should feel like whatever you have to say to your friends you should be able to say to your partner yeah and feel comfortable telling them feel safe telling yeah yeah and that should be all of your drama should be between you guys Mm because no one else is in your relationship and no one else sees like what's going on 24 7 so they're not gonna have like and you shouldn't take advice from people that like they're not in your really like they're not in your relationship you know they just know your side and like yeah Yeah. they don't see the everyday things yeah for sure but yeah and what i think also a healthy relationship looks like is just two people that genuinely 
love each other for who they are like you don't feel like you need to change the person you obviously can help each other improve in different ways but you should always want to grow and teach each other new things and yeah grow with each other but at the end of the day like they love you with your bare naked soul and they will not judge you they will always be there for you you support each other you lift each other up you have a healthy balance with hanging out with your own friends Mm -hmm. with the with friends together they hang out with their own friends you have alone time you still Mm -hmm. keep your own individuality and your own freedom with also having healthy communication and respect but like i've always struggled with the past in the past feeling like the guys i dated didn't want me to like go out or go on girls trips and they were intimidated by that and that's, that's not healthy. That's not healthy. Like you should they should want you to go hang out with your friends yeah. and they should want you to experience the fullness of life and not take that away from you because they are jealous or intimidated or insecure. Yeah, cuz that means yeah, you're they're insecure in the relationship and then mm-hmm. clearly something something's is lacking. Yeah. yeah, and definitely having a healthy sex life for sure. Like you need to have a connection in all different all aspects, All aspects yeah. yeah and make sure that you're both nurturing that you genuinely listen to each other mm-hmm. and talk openly and ask asking questions is just so important like if there's mm-hmm. something that's bothering you or that you're just thinking about like don't let it weigh down on you don't let like it pile up just talk to them you know like mm-hmm. and solve whatever is going on like communication is number one number for sure number one Do you think social media and dating apps have ruined dating? Yes. Yeah. I really, yeah. I don't know. Um, I've tried dating apps in the past and they, they're really not for me. And I really like meeting somebody in person and like having that first like genuine conversation and connection rather than over text. Because I feel like, like if you're, texting like through a dating app or they have so much time to formulate a response and I feel like that's not authentic Mm -hmm. and I just like spur of the moment conversations and like I don't know I think meeting in person is so much better but there's also the flip side where I have a coworker who met his wife on a dating app and they're like happily married and love have two kids and like it's it's good in some ways but it also takes away the like personability mm-hmm. of dating mm-hmm. it's like I don't I don't like speaking through a screen yeah it's it's not for me it's really hard for me I'm so bad on my phone mm-hmm. um and then the social media aspect of it I feel like is sometimes really detrimental to a relationship because like if you don't if they, you don't have trust in a relationship and like you see your partner like commenting on people's posts or like liking girls photos and you get jealous and you're constantly asking them not to do that or to unfollow people or vice versa if they ask you to unfollow like all the guys that you follow it's just it creates a lot of unnecessary drama and unnecessary Mm -hmm. problems which yeah, they didn't used to have those problems. They, they did not yeah. used to have those problems. But, I mean, I we, we love social media. I mean, yeah. 
I mean, social media has so many amazing things about yeah. it. And you can connect with, you can meet people You can on meet people too. through social media. You can, yeah, and you connect like, with people more. Yeah. You and like, when you go out in person, if you meet someone, it's like you ask for their Instagram. Like, yeah. it's a nice tool to have. It is a nice tool. But, especially because, like, I don't like asking for numbers. I like asking for Instagram so I remember their face. Me too. The face and the, the name. face and the match. name. Yeah. Because yeah, if, if I just get your number and you text me your name, I'm... I'm asking for a pic because I don't remember who you are. Yeah. Yeah. Dating apps are interesting. I've had one good relationship from a dating app, which which it can work, but I do like that organic way of meeting someone. And you Mm -hmm. can like see how their body moves. You hear their voice. Like Mm -hmm. there's so many different like little things that attract you to someone that you can't get over a dating app. Yeah. And yeah, they can curate their profile however they want. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it can set up this like false narrative of what you think they are. Yeah. And social media definitely causes so much problems because there's so many options. And that's what we were talking about earlier, too. Like, you can have... There's endless people. You have thousands of followers or thousands of people that you can look up on their profile. You can see girls' sexy pictures on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And it makes it really hard for people to commit, I feel like, these days. It does, yeah. It really does. back in the day, it's like you met someone amazing and you were committed to them because you didn't have all these other options just presented to you especially on your phone on a platter yeah and like if you hard things come up in your relationship and you're struggling it's so easy to be like well this cute girl like dm'd me and like i could have a relationship with her maybe she wouldn't have these problems or there's all these like what ifs yeah so many options and we need to learn how to be more committed in this Mm -hmm. day and age yeah and yeah also, this is a question that popped in my head. What is your opinion on giving your partner your passcode or them knowing the passcode to your phone? I don't think that should be a thing because, like, if you if there is trust, full trust in a relationship, that shouldn't even be an issue. Mm-hmm. That should not even be a question at all. Like, you trust your partner and they trust you to not go and do anything sneaky and weird. Yeah. And... I don't I don't think that should be a thing because then then that if you're asking for your partner's passcode that's telling them that you don't trust them Mm -hmm. and then that makes them feel weird about things and if they say no then you're gonna be like oh why not and then it just creates a lot of yeah just have have faith and trust in your partner and Mm -hmm. if you don't talk to them about it and be like hey I feel weird about some things can we talk about things and Mm -hmm. communicate together like and figure out your problems that way and like i don't think a passcode should be yeah i think you also need to still have your own privacy too yeah like you don't have to show everything to your partner yeah like it doesn't have to be like they're not your parent Mm -hmm. like back in the day like your parents would go through your phone like don't don't make it like that Mm -hmm. it's weird yeah and like sometimes you know their password like I know with my ex of two and a half years, I knew his passcode because I would use his phone to take videos or put on music, but I would never look through his phone. And I don't want to see what's on his phone. Even if it's, I know it's nothing bad. It's, that's not my phone. That's not my information to look at. I've looked through an ex's phone. (laughs) It happens. It happens. But like you're looking for something bad. And And I found it. Yeah. And you're going (laughs) to find something bad if you feel, and which I mean, I guess but in if some ways, if you are, yeah. If you have yeah. that thought to like look through your partner's phone, 
in order to find something bad, you already know that something's off. Mm-hmm. Like you already know that you will find something. Yeah. So it's just, it's just an excuse. I think if you're having those problems, like talk to your partner or if you know that there is a problem, maybe, maybe talk about taking a break or breaking up Yeah. because then there's no trust there. And mm-hmm. it, that's just a whole lot of drama and a whole lot of like heartbreak for no reason yeah and I know with some guys I've been with in the past who I did trust them but I had past trust issues from a previous ex who made who was talking to other girls Mm -hmm. and it made me feel like I should be suspicious of this new guy but you can't project those past things unless they give you a very valid reason to feel that way don't project your insecurities from your last relationship onto your new one Mm -hmm. because that's not fair to your current partner if they haven't done anything wrong and that's just you being paranoid because someone's done something wrong to you in the past and that's something I've had to be like wait this is coming let me acknowledge where this is coming from this is coming from (laughs) A past trauma, not from anything that this person is actually doing. Yeah. So I think that's important. Okay. Should we turn the light on? Maybe, yeah. It just got, did it just get really dark? Yeah, because it went behind that building. Oh. I want to be naked. Me too. The sun is going down a little bit, but it's okay. Um, <laughs> All good. All good. We're just going with the flow over here as we do. Mood lighting. <laughs> this is a very moody setting. Yes. It's very represent representing of us, I yes, feel. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next question. What is your opinion on grown men playing video games? I don't care. You don't care? I don't care. Mm-hmm. As long as it like doesn't take up their entire day. Like if it's like like a few nights a week like or after work and like they just want to like get on there and like play their little game like with their friends i mean i play video games i don't care um it's just it's fun sometimes but like if it's taking up consuming their day and like that's all they do yeah then then that's a problem Mm -hmm. you know i want them to have other hobbies yeah other hobbies like go outside (laughs) do other do other activities but i think yeah in moderation healthy healthy balance yeah yeah but like if you had a game like gamer headset on all the time like and like you're not speaking (laughs) like not for me and like you're you're hanging out there together and he's like yelling at his friends yeah i've never dated a guy that's played video games i haven't either I, yeah i prefer that but it's whatever no i i i wouldn't mind i'll play video games with you yeah yeah, yeah you're a little gamer girl yeah. <laughs> i'm not so much <laughs> i remember one time my brother had me play call of duty me with him too. really he, no okay he didn't let me play mm. okay he let me play for like a second mm. he was like here megan put the headset on talk to my friends and play <laughs> for a yeah. second and i played for a little bit and then he's like give it, give it back but keep talking <laughs> and act like you're playing I'm like, what <laughs> Yeah, my brother made me verse him, and then he would just, like, shot me, like, multiple times and would just keep killing me, and I'm like, this isn't fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm my- more of a more of a Wii girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. Mario Kart. Mario Kart. I mean, Smash Brothers, but, like, I just press random buttons. Yeah. And, like, Wii Sports. Like, it's still fun. VR yeah. is fun. Yeah. Um, I recently played the Harry Potter game. I went over to my friend Elijah's mm. house, and we played, like, all day but like we set the intention that like that's what we were gonna do like yeah because i love harry potter and like the game had like recently come out mm. and he had i was like i want to come play and it was so fun it's it's a whole story too mm. so it's more fun yeah and it's fun if you're like playing it together yeah you know that that's a bonding experience yeah, it was really fun yeah. <laughs> this question says what does it mean when a man says he has no expectations 
I think it depends on the context, but like I've recently realized that if I'm going into like a date with somebody, I should have no expectations. Like mm -hmm. don't expect it to like go anywhere. Don't expect like don't create this story in your head of like, oh, like we're going to have this whole future together and then I do this. Because <laughs> yeah, you do. Because I'm like I met my soulmate. <laughs> ghost me like two days later <laughs> literally literally though but like if yeah. you if you do that then it just creates like like when it doesn't happen then you're so disappointed and like hurt more by it than if you went into it without having expectations mm -hmm. if you if you go into it and like you're starting to date this person and you're going on some dates and then and then you're like, oh, I really like this person. And you create this whole idea in your mind of like, we're going to like stay together for like years and like have a family. And, yeah. And then it doesn't happen. It's just that's that's too much on, on your mental. Yeah. And going off of that too, which is kind of not exactly answering the question, but talking about like marriage and kids like so early on, I feel like is not the best because no. it sets up this whole future and fantasy when you should probably just focus on the present and yes. like growing your relationship right now and working on what's in front of you mm. and i've also done that in the past because i'm such a like romantic and i love to fantasize yeah. and <laughs> it just happens to me naturally mm. i get a little get a little love bug you know yeah. and but that's when like you, you it happens naturally to you but then you gotta you gotta check yourself mm -hmm. and be like hey like maybe my mind's running a little bit too much let's, yeah let's take a step back and, yeah like, focus on the present moment and mm -hmm. just who we are now yeah. and see where it goes because it will disappoint you if something doesn't work out and then you feel you set up this whole idea of a life yeah. that you were gonna have with this person yeah so that can not always be great. <laughs> um, what was the question? I just had a question pop into my head. Oh, what is your opinion on a man paying for dates or like splitting it? I want them to pay for it. <laughs> I okay. mean, like, so like our society started with like the man courts the woman. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, I'm talking about like in the first stages of dating, mm -hmm. I truly believe that a man should court a woman, especially like if he is asking you out on a first date, like the woman should not pay in that situation. For sure. Like 100%. If you ask a guy out, then you pay for the date fully. Like mm -hmm. you don't ask him to split it. Like if you're initiating it, whoever's initiating it should pay. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think like in the following dates, maybe for like the following two or three dates, like he should pay and like he should create the idea of like what you guys are going to do. Unless you have an idea that you want to do, like you're like, oh, like I think we should do this. Like he should be putting in that effort to like make you feel good and taken care of and like showing showing you who he is as, as a man mm -hmm. and I but like once you're in the relationship like you're splitting dates like and or like switching off and like yeah. you're taking care of each other at that point mm -hmm. I agree I think the first date they should pay if they ask you out yeah and I like I like to 
pay like if they've paid for a couple of dates and then we go get coffee or ice cream yeah then i'll, I'll be like i'll pay for our ice cream yeah and like still contribute mm-hmm. or i'll pay the tip or yeah. you know it, and i think or if it's it, like a third date and like we're going out for drinks like switching off who pays for like the drink that time mm-hmm. or like paying for the uber yeah or like parking or like whatever like yeah like contribute a, a little bit but yeah like, if it's like a full-fledged date yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I agree. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> this question says, so these are all just questions from the internet. I didn't come <laughs> up with most of these. Uh, but this says, why are so many women so quick to call a guy boring? Because <laughs> they are. <laughs> just like, don't be boring. Like, be boring, <laughs> then you won't get called boring. <laughs> come on. Have some personality. Get some hobbies. I don't know. Like, if you're being called boring, there's a reason for it. Yeah. And, (laughs) I mean, for me, too, my life is very exciting. I love my friends so much. Mm -hmm. I love the activities I do. So, if I'm going to add another person into my life that is going to be a big part of it, I want them to keep up that same energy. Yeah. I'm some I'll, some people like someone that's more chill and mm-hmm. even maybe a little boring. Like some people yeah. that's fine for them. Some people like that opposite mm-hmm. the, the, like somebody's like super hyper all the time. They like that opposite vibe of somebody who's like very chill and like brings them down back down to earth. Mm-hmm. And then but I, I also really like learning new things from whoever I'm dating. Yeah. So like whatever it is like an activity that you like to do like a sport or like surfing or something like snowboarding I like doing an activity that they like to do together and having Mm -hmm. them like teach me that I think that's fun and if you have nothing going on in your life that that's boring to me because like I like doing things I like Mm -hmm. going outside spontaneous being spontaneous going on trips planning dates yeah Yeah, like keeping it interesting picnic like any it could be anything like if you're not like initiating anything like that and you have no ideas it's not it's never gonna work Mm -hmm. also my big thing is being able to keep up a conversation oh yeah that's when I would call a guy boring is if I feel like I'm asking all the questions and Mm -hmm. just keeping everything flowing and they're just giving me like not that much energy back yeah i want someone that's also asking me questions like that shows that you're genuinely interested and want to learn about the other person that you're engaged like you want to be there if you're not asking me any questions i'm gonna be like okay well this was nice yeah I'm out. Yeah, like, <laughs> nice I'd rather you. go have dinner with my best friend and yeah. she'll ask me questions. Yeah. Like, and also, even if you don't have money, you can also find so many ways to keep things interesting, like planning mm-hmm. a picnic yeah, or going to the hike. beach, a hike. Yeah. Like, there's so many creative, cute ways, even cooking them dinner mm-hmm. to keep the relationship from not being boring. I think it's boring when you get in this just, like, stagnant, Dude, literally, same like, a thing. game night. Yeah. <laughs> so easy. You can do, you can paint. You could yeah. do, like, little arts and crafts together. Yeah, you it's can, so easy. Just go to a cool lookout spot and watch the sunset, mm-hmm. bring a bottle of wine, anything. There's free museums yeah. out there. Free, free museum events. Days. Yeah. The park, like farmer's market yeah. just like walking around a farmer's market together you don't have to buy anything it's just cute mm-hmm. and i love when guys plan dates and me too like and i love sentimental things like i'd honestly yeah. rather you plan a date of us 
going to the park and having this picnic and bringing like little snacks rather than going to some like bougie restaurant like mm-hmm. that's nice sometimes but yeah i think it's more of like the thought that counts the thought that and counts. that's what keeps that spark alive because i feel that they actually are genuinely like listening to what i would want and mm. they care and they're putting thought into it and they're like yeah that shows so much like if mm-hmm. a guy like creates this whole like plan or idea yeah. like shows so much effort and like i appreciate that so much mm-hmm. and it's just it's so cute yeah like taking me to the beach and do a lookout spot that is perfect yeah and yeah i honestly think it's so much easier to just be like oh let's go to the dinner let's go to a movie that doesn't really take any creativity or yeah. effort Mm-mm. I like the thoughtful things. So mm. no matter what age or what finances you have, you can always keep things interesting. Mm-hmm. So don't be boring. <laughs> don't be boring. That's all we have to say about that. Yeah, because you don't want to be with someone boring. So like, don't be boring. <laughs> mm, okay. The way this is stated, I'm gonna like rephrase it. I guess. What are your opinions on dating someone who has a best friend of the opposite gender? Uh, hmm. I don't know. I think it depends on, one, like, I have to meet them. Mm-hmm. And I would like to see, like, how they interact with each other and if anything's weird, if there's, like, flirty vibes or sexual tension, then that's weird. But if not, if, like they're just their friend and like they've been friends since they were young or like they got like really close over something I don't know at work like Mm -hmm. that's okay like as long as there's there's no weird underlying issues or like connections in this in a weird sort of way also if if your partner isn't attracted to them yeah if if your partner's best friend is the opposite sex and yeah like, what if they're really they, hot and, and they like, and they like fit their type to a t i'm yeah. like what's going on here yeah like, and and i'm like the complete opposite to that i'm like wait a second like, so why aren't y'all dating so, yeah like, maybe what's, maybe what's happened here <laughs> maybe maybe i should play like love match and like yeah. you, you guys date <laughs> what are your thoughts on them hanging out with them like one-on-one uh, that's another thing. like you have to depends. have like it depends and yeah. you have to have like complete trust in your partner and like they have to have shown that you can trust them mm-hmm. and they wouldn't ever do anything to disrespect you yeah and I think if they've introduced you to that person and yeah. you've become friends and you yeah. know the vibe mm-hmm. then it's fine yeah what about if they've had sex with this person in the past you're shaking your head but this is this is something that I have had happen to me. Wait, like wait, I have friends that I have had sex with in the past. Oh, oh yeah. And oh, yeah, my oh, I, not, my boyfriends were like yeah, but very yeah, upset but you're about not that. attracted to them at all anymore. Yeah. Like I mean, and that was just like woo fun night. Yeah. Uh yeah. See, it depends on the situation. Yeah. That is very. And if it was true. like years ago. Years ago, like long time ago, you were a different person back then. Yeah. You were like a baby back then. Don't say not that. Literal, sorry, not literal baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, but not literal yeah, baby back then. Yeah. She was like Eighteen. But like younger. She was younger. Yeah. A lot younger. Like you've changed so much as a person, and like if it was just like a, a little one night thing, mm-hmm. then it's fine. But it. It's like best friend though. 
like hanging out with them all the time one yeah on one. that's different that's different. yeah this is someone that's just like your friend your acquaintance yeah. your yeah. friend like you still hang out with them but in group setting yeah like, and you've never had a romantic thing with them since that one experience then yeah. i don't think that should be like held over your head no. but it also depends on the vibe and the situation and the yeah. timing for sure i agree what's next this just says how to break up question mark uh it's hard (laughs) easy for me (laughs) i mean i've never been broken up with have you yeah oh yeah oh you were broken up with with that person yeah after forgiving him for cheating on me Oh my gosh. Whoa. I don't know. First relationship, okay? I was naive. I guess I thought you broke up with him for some reason in my head. Yeah. (laughs) Shut up. Yeah. You live and you learn, you know? Everything's a lesson. Yeah. (laughs) That's a topic too with cheating. Do you think it's possible to forgive and continue the relationship? I mean, I tried. Yeah. And I like it's very hard at first and like you will want to keep asking questions and like keep bringing it up but once once everything is laid out on the table and like you've gotten everything out you can't keep holding that over their head and you can't keep bringing it back up because then your partner's going to resent you and it's just going to create a lot of things that shouldn't be a problem because you chose to forgive them mm-hmm. you created that conscious choice to stay with this person and forgive them for what they did so once you do that like there you can't go back either either you forgive them or you break up so. yeah yeah if you forgive you need to fully forgive yeah or don't if that's too hard for you break up break up but yeah don't hold it over their head because yeah. where what is that gonna do how is that gonna make the relationship move forward yeah. in a positive way it's not it but yeah tricky tricky situation very tricky for sure <laughs> actually going off of that we were talking about this earlier um we were talking about basically how we need to maybe restructure the way relationships are in this modern day society mm-hmm. and we were talking about our opinions on if you it's not even an open relationship i don't know how to say this like it's yeah it's not really an open relationship like you're in a monogamous relationship with your partner and like you love each other but like a little bit farther down the line like you're out like on a night out with your friends and like you're just like feeling the vibe and like dancing on the dance floor and like cute guy comes and like you're dancing together and like it's just free and fun and mm-hmm. like maybe you maybe you have a little kiss and like that's it though and like you're you don't get their number like you don't text them like you're not looking to pursue anything with this person yeah. but like you come home at the end of the night and you like tell you communicate with your partner and like you tell them about this and they're just like oh like I love that for you Mm -hmm. and like it's just complete open honesty and like trust in that person like you you tell them like I I love you at the end of the day like I'm I'm here for you and like that's it like it it meant nothing it was just fun yeah yeah we were saying how we think that that 
should be okay in some certain situations. And obviously this is something you could, you have to agree upon with your partner beforehand. Yeah. And agree that this is something that if it happens, just be open and honest about it. And we can talk about it. And I, I, we're just saying how we don't feel like you should ever make your partner resist these natural human urges that we have and resist these beautiful moments in life, which could be Mm -hmm. something like, being in Miami with your girls and you have this passionate dance and then you kiss someone and you're, you know, you might be on little drugs, you might be feeling yourself and it's just in the moment, it felt nice to kiss someone. Mm-hmm. But it meant nothing because you know at the end of the day, you're going home to your partner and you love them and you're you're with them. They're your person mm-hmm. and you should be able to be open about that with your partner and they shouldn't have to react and scream or yell at you or feel a type of way because that's just being human sometimes Mm. that's just a physical like experience that occurred and it didn't have any deep emotional attachment to it Mm -hmm. but because also if if like something like that did happen and you don't have that communication with your partner then it becomes a thing mm -hmm. then it becomes an issue and like you're keeping secrets yeah and like it's, it's something you feel weird or like gross about mm-hmm. but if you feel comfortable enough to talk to your partner about these things and vice versa then then that's okay and like you will feel comfortable having those natural human interactions with other people mm-hmm. and I don't, I, I don't know I think it's beautiful yeah and as long as you're not seeking it it's not like you're like yeah, trying you're not, to go out and like yeah make you're out not with, purposely going yeah, out and like, like hitting on guys somebody like it mm-hmm. it just happens naturally yeah then that's fine but if you're like actively seeking it and like you're like out with your friends and you're like oh my god that, that guy's like so hot like I'm yeah. going over then that's an issue and then that's that's a deeper lying issue that you should probably discuss with your partner yeah because I, I think if you feel like you want to cheat on your partner, then there's something wrong in the relationship. Yeah. It something. Should, oh, it also also should never like come to sex. Like it's just yeah. Like, we're just talking about kissing, kissing and that or like or like or like dancing with somebody. Yeah. Like because in just being in affectionate, certain, but not like yeah sex. Because yeah. like in certain situations, like if you're in a relationship with somebody, and like you dance with somebody on the dance floor, then sometimes guys will look at that and they're like oh my god like she like cheated on me yeah or they'll look at it badly but it's like no like i was just like having a good time i don't know yeah it's there's a lot of like other things that we could talk about yeah and yeah one of my exes got mad for me kissing my girlfriends yeah we kiss all the time like like it's it's not sexual like it's showing affection yeah and like we love each other so much and like that's just how we show that we love each other even just like greeting our other friends we're like hey hey baby yeah we always give each other a little kiss and like that's beautiful that is a part of yeah kiss your friends more kiss your friends (laughs) kiss your friends it's beautiful people in europe kiss each other on the cheek or they even kiss each other on the mouth a lot of times too and i don't think that aspect of love and affection needs to just be for your partner Mm -hmm. you should feel like you can give a kiss to your friends because you also are in love with them i'm in love with my friends what about what about guy friends (laughs) kissing i mean i wouldn't want to kiss any of my guy friends i mean just you know piggybacking off of that i'm curious i oh 
I think that's a little that's a little farther stretch. Yeah. I think it depends on the situation and the person. <laughs> like there's certain friends, like if I was drunk having a fun time, like let's say Sanath and oh, we yeah. like pecked kiss. Oh, like yeah. he's like it's so platonic and we like have such a deep friendship. A like he is like just my bestie. Yeah. That's and like my gay friends, like I've kissed them for sure. Oh, <laughs> like, but if it's a guy where they're, I don't know. I think that could be a little, it's Great. not the end of the world. That Great happens, area. But like also like probably just like don't yeah, maybe. Like, like when you're kissing all your friends with the pecs, when you go see them, maybe just when the guys are out. Yeah. Give them a cheek. Forehead. Forehead's cute. Forehead is, I, I love I forehead, love forehead kisses. kisses. Third eye. Forehead. It's so precious. I feel so safe when oh, someone yeah. kisses me on the I've, forehead. On, I've, I've never had a romantic partner kiss me on the forehead. What? Yeah. Oh, it's so nice. I've had like friends. It's so cute. I love like kisses on your forehead and your neck. Yeah. Neck oh. kisses. Oh, bitch. Neck. Oh, they actually like, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my mom might watch this podcast. So sorry, mom. I'm sorry, mom. But like, Love they you. get things tingling. And ne- tingling. Oh, my God. Like, if you ear? want to grow the tingle, oh, oh yeah. Baby. An ear and then bring it down to oh, the neck. Collarbone. And then mm, like, just kiss mm, everywhere. Yes. Oh, my God. Mm, I love kisses. Yeah. I love them. Yeah, me too. Oh. Are there any like turn on turn ons like that or just cute things that you really love when a guy does? Um I'm trying to think too. I like when a guy plays with my hair. I love yeah. that. I love <laughs> subtle touch. It's like, cute. Yeah, subtle touch is yeah. so cute to Playing me. Playing with my hair or scratching my arm yeah. or my leg. Yeah, my literally, back. Just, literally just like a hand on the leg. Like, mm-hmm. I love that. Just like kind of like rubbing you yeah. a little bit. Or ooh, mm-hmm. when you're holding hands and they like rub your hand with their thumb. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. That's cute. I love holding hands. I love like. I love holding I hands. I love like locking into their uh, me arm too. when we're walking. Yeah. Yeah, and I love when they give me massages. That's yeah. like such a something that I really love. I love being mm. the big spoon sometimes. Oh, not all the time, but I really like because like I love like stuffed animals and I, mm-hmm. them, and I just like yeah. I like making them feel like a little baby. Yeah, <laughs> I like I like to be big spoon sometimes, yeah. but I prefer baby spoon. Yeah, I like both. I want to feel like I'm being cuddled and i'm like so cozy yeah but i think massages are such a beautiful thing to add into your relationship because it shows so much affection and like it just shows so much love and care care and you feel make them feel safe and you make them feel appreciated Mm -hmm. and when a man gives me a massage it not only makes my body feel amazing because they're working out some of my knots, mm-hmm. but it also can turn very spicy. Oh, very spicy. And yes. it's such a beautiful way to like get things going in the bedroom. Yeah. I, I think that's such a cool little like get some oils, light a candle. Mm-hmm. Oh, when I'm when mm-hmm. I get a massage from a guy, like it's it's turning into sex. <laughs> oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like 
If they start just, massaging like, their hands you, are, like all over your body, yeah. like they're warm, like mm-hmm. so sensual. And they start like rubbing up a little, oh, a little yeah. too high, a little on your booty, like and then you they know, start, like, kissing your yeah. your legs and yeah. your back. And I'm like, ah! yes, that is. I love like sensual things like not just sexual taking, taking a bath together mm-hmm. i love taking a bath together yeah it's like you're and like you're just like sitting across from each other like having deep conversation mm-hmm. maybe like light a candle so intimate it's so intimate i yeah. love intimate things yeah me too it's beautiful mm-hmm. i think trickling in those things keeps the relationship all that adds such a different element to mm-hmm. just not always feeling like you get in bed and you're just gonna have sex and that's that's it that's it (laughs) like adding that special and i know girls guys probably really appreciate it too but from speaking as a girl yeah i feel like a lot of girls think about these things and like they really appreciate them and like i feel like guys sometimes like it it doesn't cross their mind Mm -hmm. and they think they should think about these things a little bit more and like put in a little bit more effort yeah. like maybe if your girl like came home from a long day at work like you have the bath drawn for her yeah. like set up and like yeah. that's cute Those. that shows you care that shows you're mm-hmm. thinking about her mm-hmm. and like you want her to feel good yeah and that creates that safety and that yeah. love mm-hmm. and that withstands just regular sex yeah that makes the relationship so much deeper and meaningful mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, another topic is when you've been dating someone for a long time, how do you keep things spicy? How do you keep it exciting? You just try new things, you mm-hmm. know? Like, if, if there's something that you've been wanting to do, like, talk to your partner about it. Be like, hey, like, this is something that I think we would really enjoy together. Like, let's do it. Yeah. And just, or, like... Like going out to a bar and like pretending you don't know each other and like yeah using role different plays. yeah using different names or like I don't know like just switch it up yeah create a vibe mm-hmm. that's all you have to do you can always look up look up ideas on the internet yeah. too like there's so many resources to look up ways to spice up your relationship yeah. because. <laughs> I know if you're in a long-term relationship, sometimes it can feel like it's just the same thing a lot of the times, mm-hmm. but you have to put in effort. Like it's not a relationship is work every yeah. single day. Like you choose to be with this person. Like you are choosing to put the work into this relationship. Mm-hmm. So act like it. Yeah. And you can't expect that electricity to stay the exact same as it did in the honeymoon phase. Yeah. It's not going to last like that forever. Mm-hmm. And you need to start doing the things like drawing the bath or making them dinner or exploring like playing with food or with different temperatures mm-hmm. or different toys yeah. and or different people if that's what you're into whatever yeah. it may be whatever like maybe but maybe like exploring things and not closing your mind off to things that yeah. maybe you were even like oh i don't know but if maybe you, like different location like oh like a little secret oh. secret you know like i love a nice little, location little little secret like public Almost public. Yeah. Like, you know? Yeah. That's hot to me. What's the craziest place you've had sex? <laughs> um, under a lifeguard tower. Ah, that's good. I took a guy's virginity. <laughs> Did not know until, until like years later. Crazy. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. Then, that's cute. A lifeguard And then um, in a friend's bed while they were in the living room. <laughs> <laughs> Woo woo! Whoopsies! <laughs> 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 mine, 
Mine was, there's two. One was the most beautiful, which was this camp spot that was like overlooking all these mountains. And we just had our own, own private spot. We found the spot. We drove up to it. And then, we, sorry, mom, please don't listen to this. Uh, and then we, <laughs> we had sex like it was like my trunk was open and we were packing up the stuff to leave. And then we started having sex and I was like on the, the trunk, like oh, in the back one. of the trunk, yeah, like sitting kind of in it. And then like things, you know, things were happening and things switched up. But, you know, we were in like kind of on the car yeah, and looking at this beautiful view. That was that was quite magical, honestly. Yeah. And also in a parking garage in San Francisco. And people definitely saw. I've done many, <laughs> many parking garages. Yeah. Not, not outside the, like in the open, in the car. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. But I've had a lot of car sex. Car sex <laughs> is really funny. It's fun. It's <laughs> but that, the first story reminded me, I, um, in, <laughs> we had just dropped my friend off at the house she was staying at. It's like in the Hollywood Hills somewhere. And like in the, in the backseat, like I'm like the back door is open and I'm like, bent over inside halfway inside the car and like just there and like um this couple was like walking by yeah 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 i mean he like kind of it's kind of me. hot he, though like, kind of blocked like, me. It, i think it's hot when there's like that slight like like, like what if yeah and in nature like a, that's nature's beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. but yeah the what if of like sexy moment yeah that like excitement of like ooh, we're doing yeah. something that's something like naughty yeah something naughty yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i could share another story but i'm gonna not <laughs> 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 this is you, yeah yeah we'll save that for another time i, 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 need, I need another glass of wine if i'm gonna <laughs> share that one Echo, turn the light all the way up. Sorry. Yeah, no, Echo. Yes. How do I know he likes me? Uh, If you don't know, then he doesn't like me. (laughs) (laughs) We need to be more upfront about our feelings. I was just talking to somebody about this. He's Mm -hmm. from italy mm-hmm. and like in europe they're so upfront about everything like they just communicate their feelings like so sh- straight up and i think we need to be more like that because in in here in america like we really like dance around things too mm-hmm. much and like lead, playing games playing games like leading people on and we need to stop doing that because i i feel like i'm like very straight up person besides mm-hmm. like the ghosting um that's but that's kind of straight up in a, it's, in it's a certain way in a certain way <laughs> um but yeah just like be upfront about it like mm-hmm. if you're not feeling the vibe say that mm-hmm. i had this guy who like we went on a date i thought it went great it was a, it was a great first date yeah and like we kissed at the end of the night or like throughout the night we kissed at the end of the night spent spent till like 3 a.m. or like mm-hmm. something like that and then the next day, he, like, didn't reply to my text. And I was like, hey, like, what's up? Like, what are you... What's, what's going the, what's on? The, what's the vibe? Like, yeah. what are you feeling? He was going to... I feel like he was going to try to ghost me. And then, like, after I asked that, then he was straight up. And I was like, oh, like, I, I don't really, like, see it going anywhere. But I, like, you should just say that. Yeah. You, like, if he had just said that straight up, then I wouldn't have been feeling any sort of way about it. I would mm-hmm. I would have been like, okay, like, that's fine. Like, yeah i wish you all the best yeah but like 
I don't know. Yeah, I don't like playing games. I've never been someone that likes games. to play games. I think sometimes I'm a little too upfront. Yes, yeah, <laughs> and it might scare people. Like I'm like, <laughs> I'm in love with you. No. <laughs> <laughs> but no but i i think it's so important to just say how you feel and yeah, yeah if you like someone show it show you don't it. need to act like you're so cool you're and you're cool. too hard to get yeah and you're, there's no need for yeah that. like you're busy or like if they ask you to hang out you're like oh like like i don't know maybe i should act like i have plans because i don't want to make it like too easy or like waiting five hours to respond no. so that you can seem like you're d- have other important things to do yeah just text them back when you text when you see text the text them back if you if, yeah. if i want to hang out with somebody i i will be like i want to hang out with you. yeah if they ask me I, i'm be like yes i'm free mm-hmm. <laughs> it's i'm not trying to play games i don't like that yeah it's just a waste of everyone childish time. it's childish and it's really doing no one justice yeah. at all no just yeah be upfront. and i hate like this this has happened to me too where a guy seems so into me like overly into me where he's like talking about future plans or talking about the next date we're gonna go on and just seems so into me and, mm-hmm. and then like ghost or just like completely like changes the vibe all of a sudden it's like what happened like like, why are you why are you acting like you're into me like you don't have to do that just be straight up be like hey actually i'm not feeling it yeah and at least like if you were really into them and then something changed like tell them why so they don't have to be like wondering what they did wrong or if you were lying or like yeah like if that wasn't true because it's really confusing when people like go over the top about it when it's like i didn't ask for you to say these things to me (laughs) yeah i had a guy one time i was like i had been on a couple dates with him and they think like the third date he was like talking about future plans already and like i want to like take you out on a trip for your birthday and that was like later in the year like at the end of the year Mm -hmm. and i was just like so overwhelmed and so like the next day or a couple days later i called him and i was like hey like I'm, like, not on the same vibe as you. Like, I'm really not feeling it. I'm not really in the same place that you are. And I was straight up with him. And he he took it very well. He understood. And... It, it was it was nice and easy mm-hmm. and like that's that's how it should be mm-hmm. honesty that's is the best thing. policy honesty is always the best policy and even if you think you're gonna hurt their feelings in the long run they will be so grateful that you yeah, did that they'll appreciate it yeah it takes so much more guts <clears throat> so much more guts and maturity to be honest and yeah that's gonna do them a bigger justice and don't be scared to hurt their feelings because that's just what they need to hear Mm -hmm. and it's people's feelings are gonna get hurt sometimes it sucks and they'll be sad but they'll get over it and at least you told them the truth yeah it's better to hurt them with the truth than to lead them on and make it worse later yeah or like sugarcoat things or ghost them yeah make them question you well this is after this is after a few dates no you're right right. (laughs) okay let's see what other questions we have i have a little tickle on my throat now this literally said when to text back (laughs) shut up okay these are like and or these are like little like these are little quick questions quick questions quick questions rapid round lights on or lights off whoa um hmm, i don't know it depends i don't think it matters it doesn't matter it shouldn't matter it doesn't matter 
it's like kind of weird if they like need the lights. Yeah, off. it's like, like if if you're already into it, like getting into it, and they're like, wait, hold on, go get up, turn the lights off. I'm like, who cares? You don't want to look at me. Yeah, like, I'm beautiful. Like, like you don't want to see this, or they don't want you to see all them. There's a problem there. <laughs> <laughs> mood lighting, yeah. mood lighting's the best though. Mood lighting, yeah. Yeah, I love mood lighting. Get one of those star lights. Those yes. are nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Does size matter? Yes. <laughs> no hesitation. I'm sorry. Yes. For me personally, yes. Yeah. It's not like, it doesn't have to be huge, but like, like a, a six. I don't know the fucking measurements. Six, six or like six to nine is good for me. <laughs> six to nine. I think. I mean, five is the average, I think. Five, is it? five and a half maybe is the average, I think. Um, and. Okay, average is fine actually. It depends on how they use it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If if they're like really great in bed and it's like on the smaller side, then it's fine. Mm-hmm. But if you're like a dead fish or like you don't know how to move and you don't know how to pleasure me, like ugh, it's never gonna work yeah. no matter the size. Yeah. So average is between five point one to five and a half inches. Okay, five point one is like on the lower side. I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. I don't know. If I can't like. You gotta if if you gotta feel it. If you're thrusting into me and I'm not, I'm not like fully feeling it. And I'm not like I'm not like oh whoa. (laughs) Then I'm like it's like is it in? (laughs) Then I'm gonna be like okay, never mind. Like maybe maybe not. Yeah. And I I mean I feel kind of bad though. Like guys, I feel a little. They can't control it. Like it's it's their natural body. I'm sorry. I literally. But it you was literally like with dating this guy and like after we had sex I was like it's not gonna work out because yeah. it was too small yeah. it really was and I was just like I th- yeah I told him that not that it was too small I told him I that. was like damn I told him that it wasn't gonna work out between <laughs> us um. yeah I feel like if it is on the smaller side you really you just need to over you need to overcompensate in other ways i feel no it's not enough for me i need i need like hard sex yeah okay i mean obviously that's like ideal but i'm just saying for some people it might you know for guys that maybe they feel they're a bit smaller at least really good at eating out yeah yeah you need to figure out some other ways or just like really like sexy and like dominant yeah toss me around like Mm -hmm. something make it fun like if you don't have a big dick we still need the big dick energy yes basically yeah (laughs) Yeah. ah. (laughs) not to get too graphic here but (laughs) Uh, i mean we've we've already been yeah (laughs) we have this is this is an honest place and this is a safe space i love talking about sex i love talking about relationships and I think we should talk about sex more. Yes, we should. It you know? should be it should be a comfortable conversation to have with people mm-hmm. because like we create this like this whole thing where like you feel kind of like weird and like icky talking about it. But no, it should be an open conversation. Like you should feel comfortable talking about sex with your friends and like it yeah. shouldn't be weird. Like you shouldn't be like, Oh, like no, I I don't like talk about things in the bedroom. It's like no, like Everyone has these thoughts. Everyone Everyone has has these these feelings. Everyone has these experiences. Yeah. Be like, talk to your friends about it. Mm -hmm. Like, it should be a normal thing. Yeah. It's strange that sex, like, the topic of sex is considered taboo to some people. And, like, it is the source of life, it is the source of connection, like, deep soul connection it is a sacred thing i believe it's a sacred thing Mm -hmm. but i also believe it's just a fun and wild experience like 
And there shouldn't be these weird boundaries or any shame or guilt for having sexual desires and wanting these crazy sexual pleasures. Don't feel like you need to limit yourself just because of the way you've heard about it in society or in movies or your family or in religious practices. Like it is, it's a beautiful part of life. It is. And and we should all embrace that because we all are thinking it. So why I hate when people act like it's weird because it's it's not it's fucking not, weird it's not weird it's a natural human and occurrence like yeah. we all have sexual desires and like, we'd have a better relationship with sex if, if we, we spoke about yeah. it yeah and like especially as a kid like i know i didn't really get a good sex i, I never had a sex talk, talk. yeah I never, I my parents never gave me a sex talk me neither. which i don't really care yeah um but also like i didn't know anything like going into like my first experience mm-hmm. or like any experiences after that like I didn't really know yeah what to expect or like what anything I didn't yeah. know anything and like also even like in high school like those first experiences with your friends or like your friends experiences we didn't really talk about them like too deeply mm-hmm. or like really understand what was going on yeah and so that just created this whole other like I don't know it was just like very like hazy Mm -hmm. and like I didn't know my own body or like I don't know it just felt it felt weird to speak about these things and it felt weird to kind of even do them yeah and it sucks and like sex ed is the biggest joke I don't know about you in school like but we did not learn really anything anything. it was so generic dude the most the most we learned was uh he they showed us putting a condom on a banana which like and i was like all right what yeah it's just because they want to say it's like for promoting safe sex they're like helping promote safe sex and like there was like a a section about like learning about the the woman's body and like we didn't learn anything yeah there was there there was no insightful information about the woman's body or like a period or like anything like that they need to present it in a way too that kids can understand and they in a way that's like not just so it was more like a science class like like dissecting like a frog kind of yeah but it's like it's a spiritual experience it's not just like the penis is going inside the vagina it's like no No. it's like there's a lot more to learn and understand and it sucks too i feel like a lot of girls your first sexual experiences and obviously with guys but i'm speaking for girls because we're girls yeah but (laughs) You have these first sexual experiences with young men, boys, a lot of the time, and they don't know what they're doing either. They don't know how to make you feel safe. They don't know how to make this situation comfortable comfortable for you or, yeah, or you don't talk about it because that's weird and awkward. I feel like it's just something that like kids do like just to do it. Mm -hmm. I don't like because mine like. I don't even. Uh, I don't know if I should say that. <laughs> <laughs> you can say um, whatever you want, but we can. We don't have to say. We can. I don't even remember it because we had taken Xanax. Um, don't do this at home, um, or ever actually. But yeah. like, I I literally I like, do not remember it. That's bad. And like that, that is bad. it it meant That's like ab- yeah, it meant absolutely nothing to me because I didn't remember it, and it was just, it was just like kind of like a weird like. I was dating this guy and like we were just like going through like the steps of like 
dating mm-hmm. in high school. It felt like that was just like the next it was just thing like to some, do. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was just like the the next thing to do. And I don't know. I I if I could go back, I would change it. I mean, I you can't. So yeah. like, I don't regret anything. But like, I would have like learned more about mm-hmm. done a little bit more research like a little yeah. bit more loving to myself yeah. um not taking drugs yeah <laughs> and those first experiences no matter like what how they are it's they do instill that like original relationship with sex yeah that's what you're basing it off of now is that first experience and a lot of people don't have great ones mm-hmm. or they're under the influence or yeah they're not completely there and then that's their first experience and they're like fuck like this was supposed to be something special yeah or like, i always thought i always thought that my first time would be special yeah. and like with somebody that i loved mm-hmm. and it didn't turn out that way and i was like okay but i was like okay well that's over with like yeah cool <laughs> and i don't think i also don't think it needs to be this huge it thing where no, it's it like you need to wait till it's like so special it needs to be this grand yeah like, don't it doesn't, so it doesn't have to don't put so much pressure yeah. on it. It doesn't have to be perfect, but like be be fully coherent. Be yeah. there. Be present in the moment. And be with make someone sure. that you trust and feel comfortable yeah. around. Yeah. Sure you care about them at least. Yeah. Like cuz it is an exchange of energies. Oh yeah. And that is something I looking back, it's like I think I exchanged energies with some people that I should not have, <laughs> you know? And that can like sit within you and that can cause some oh. sexual trauma and some yes just like yeah the, the yoni like the yoni. Holds, holds like all of the other person's energy within it mm-hmm. so like if you're having sex with somebody who has like so much trauma and like unresolved issues you're gonna hold that inside of you yeah. and keep it with you and like you won't even realize why you're feeling bad or down and that's the reason why mm-hmm. so it's like i like now now that i know that like back in the day i did not know that so i didn't really care mm-hmm. but, like now that i know that i choose my partners carefully yeah. and like i i don't really have sex with many any people <laughs> no many yeah, but many these are or the things any. that we also didn't learn like you we don't learn, learn that it's an exchange we of had, energy you i don't, have no idea yeah. i i learned that like within the past year yeah and then that makes you fully like think about it in a different way and you're like whoa like, yeah but and it sucks that in the media sex is just seen as this like fun like crazy thing and yeah. like it can be but it also like has a deep meaning and it can affect people especially if you're a deep person mm-hmm. those experiences like you really hold on to them yeah and if you're an empathetic person at all like you mm-hmm. hold on to that energy for a while yeah yeah and it is like the deepest way to connect with someone yeah so Literally. just be a bit like <laughs> the deepest way <laughs> just be a bit more picky about who you want to exchange you allow that into your sacred space. Yeah. But your at the same time, power. if you feel the vibes with someone, it doesn't have to, it doesn't always have to be that deep, you know, yeah. like don't limit yourself from your natural sexual desires. If mm-hmm. there is someone that you are vibing with and you like, but just depends on the situation and depends like, where you're at with your heart and with your body. Mm-hmm. And Does a condom block the energy? <laughs> Is that a Googled question? I don't know. <laughs> I'm curious, though. I'm, I'm just I don't know I if no energy... I think energy can move through condoms. Yeah, I think so, too. I don't know. I think it just blocks the <laughs> semen. <laughs> we, were, we were on the fast round, but it got fast so round. not fast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 
Morning sex or evening sex? Mm, mm, mm. Morning. Interesting. I like waking up. I don't up. know. I don't know. I like both, obviously. It depends. Well, yeah, it depends. I mean, like, Some like, rough, like, like rough, like, experimental sex at night. Yeah. Like, cute, cozy morning sex True. is, is nice also. Yeah, but sometimes in the morning, I'm, like, still tired and not awake, and um, I don't want you to think that I have my full energy to get with it sometimes, because if, if you start touching me in the morning, I'm going to be like, ooh. Yeah, I mean, that's really cute. Yeah, I, yeah. I like when I wake up with the touchies yeah, for yeah, sure yeah, yeah. <laughs> but just know i will not have the same energy as the yeah. next time and we were talking about this earlier Cute, too it's like read the energy of your partner yeah like you sex is supposed to be a mutual satisfaction gratification like this is supposed to be something that you want to pleasure your partner you want yeah. them to pleasure you it's an activity you're doing together yeah not you just doing it to them yeah you know? not you just fulfilling your own needs but yeah. fulfilling their needs and mm-hmm. if it's morning time and you can tell that they're a little sleepy leave them alone yeah like mm-hmm. leave them alone or just be gentle with them and like yeah. read their energy and if you if play with start, their hair yeah and if they start body. like kind of giving you back that action that they're into it then keep going but if if they're someone, not if they're just sleeping yeah then like leave it obviously alone. it's not the time and <laughs> you need to control yourself yeah. because give them give them another hour yeah because there's nothing worse than feeling pressured by your yeah. partner. Like, you feel like they expect you to always have sex with them. When mm-hmm. it's like, sometimes you're just not feeling it. And yeah. that's totally normal. It doesn't mean that you're not attracted to them or that your yeah. relationship's dying. But there's certain days when you're just... You're not, just, like, in a mood. And, yeah. like, you, you don't feel like having sex with yeah. any, anyone, your partner, or mm-hmm. anybody. And, like, that's okay. And your partner needs to read that energy and yeah. understand, like, hey, like, they're they're feeling a little weird today mm-hmm. i'm not gonna pressure them into doing anything yeah it needs to just be maybe like mutual. take them take them out on a nice date instead or like yeah. take them out to do their favorite activity instead mm-hmm. and create that intimacy and then maybe like later when they're feeling better then they'll they'll be feeling it but yeah yeah creating the intimacy and other mm-hmm. showing that love and that sensual energy outside of the bedroom is just as important it's so in my it's, opinion i think i think it's a little bit more important yeah because it, it shows like it brings you closer mm-hmm. in a way because like sex is easy yeah it, it, I mean, it can't be easy. Like, <laughs> obviously, if you're with somebody for a long time, like, you want to, like, create different vibes in the bedroom. But, like, at the end of the day, sex is easy. And, like, you can do it with anybody. Mm-hmm. But, like, creating that intimacy with your partner outside of the bedroom mm-hmm. is very, very important. And I think it's it's more important than in the bedroom. Yeah, and keeping up that flirtatious energy throughout the yeah. day. Like, I love when I'm just, like cooking something and my man comes around and grabs my waist or like yeah grabs my butt or like just gives me kisses or is like staring at me from across yeah. the room and like or like just, or like you're in like you like just woke up and no man they're like oh my god like you look so sexy yeah <laughs> and like, just doing little things even just bringing you a coffee in the morning to yeah. show that they care and they love you like those are acts of love mm-hmm. and that makes someone want to have sex with you more you yeah. know that brings that genuine closeness Mm -hmm. between you and you know like not every you need to create that sexy life for it to transmute into the bedroom you can't just not have that energy at all and then expect them to just be turned on in a second because it's not always like that especially for females in Mm -hmm. particular i know Mm -hmm. guys can 
they have their own things going on sometimes but they can, they can turn yeah. it on like they, that they, they can turn things on but we need a little <laughs> we need foreplay not just in the bedroom oh, but yeah. in everyday life everyday life know? my nice. mental yeah <laughs> mental foreplay <Oof>. hot love <laughs> it <laughs> um we made that one long too i know fuck <laughs> They're good questions, though. They are good questions. And then I start getting, like, random thoughts, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, this says, would you rather have average sex every day or amazing sex once a month? Amazing sex once a month. I mean. Yeah. I, I Like, I was abstinent, not, not, like, by choice. But, like, I was abstinent <laughs> for, like, six months. Yeah. And I was fine. Yeah. <laughs> I was a-okay. Yeah. Average um, sex is not that fulfilling after. I mean, you don't want to have that all the ew, time. Like, no. that's, Amazing yeah. sex once a month. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Would appreciate more, but we could work with that <laughs> instead of that. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, would you rather be with someone with no sexual experience or a ton of sexual experience? Hmm. Maybe maybe a ton. Yeah. I think a ton. I think it doesn't... It also just depends on the person in your relationship. Like, yeah. It's not... I think some people are intimidated, like, feel insecure if they don't have much sexual experience, which it's okay you learn as you go yeah and if you have a connection with someone like y'all will figure it out together yeah and as long as you're open to exploring new things Mm -hmm. and i also think there's nothing wrong with if you've had a lot of sexual experience yeah i think a lot of i think some people like look down on people who have had like a lot of sexual partners in the past Mm -hmm. but like if you're with this person now it's like that that doesn't matter that's their past as long as they like that don't have any diseases or like they tell you they tell you about them like before anything happens then it doesn't matter and like that that shouldn't be a defining factor for anything like yeah the past is the past yeah live in the present i don't think a guy should ask you what your number of like people i don't think any i don't think anybody should ask it shouldn't be a thing it shouldn't really be a number like like why does it matter yeah like we're all human we all have experiences why why does a number matter yeah i agree i never ask anybody i never ask anyone that either there's never even a thought that comes into my head but guys have asked me yeah me too like um okay (laughs) i mean i'll tell you if you want to know but why are you asking why does it matter to you yeah why is that something does that make a difference yeah there's the the double standard also mm -hmm. where like they want a girl who like doesn't have a lot of past sexual partners but they can have as many as they want yeah and i hate that it's like why Come on. Like, yeah. we're human, too. Mm-hmm. We have sexual urges, too. Yeah. We have needs. Mm-hmm. Like, calm down. Bring bring yourself back down to earth. Yeah. Wine break. I hope you can't hear those bikes, but yeah. it's probably not that bad. Mm-hmm. We're currently in K-Town, Los Angeles, and there's, you know, some loud noises in this city. Is there anything that we didn't talk about that you want to discuss? no okay um just just checking um, there's anything weighing on your heart hey nothing weighs on my heart (laughs) 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 okay i think we're just going to end this episode even though i have so many other questions that we could answer (laughs) so many but if you loved this episode we will do a part two so make sure to like 
subscribe do all the things you already know just show some love if you love this episode i loved this episode <laughs> i love this episode i love talking about this <laughs> and it was really fun yeah write a review write a write a review about this episode too if you liked it yeah. and we will make I'll sure one. <laughs> <laughs> all my reviews are gonna be megan on like these fake <laughs> accounts and if you have any questions that you would want us to answer you can always send me a dm at compassion club pod on instagram and ask any questions that you're interested in us answering and we can answer them on the next one because i want to do more of these q a's i think they're super interesting if you have questions about certain situations with your love life or anything that has to do with love sex relationships life in general we would love to answer them and give you our perspective and we don't know everything and (laughs) we are just speaking off of our experiences Experiences. (laughs) but i think it's always just interesting to listen to everyone's perspective and it opens your mind to different ways of thinking and new ideas and that's what we're all about here Mm -hmm. (laughs) at the compassion club (laughs) so thank you so much if you have watched this all the way through i really really appreciate your support and we're gonna have another episode next tuesday so make sure to follow along because we'll have new episodes every tuesday and yeah i'm excited for what's to come and thank you so much for giving me your presence giving me your love giving me your friendship today as you always do of course i really appreciate it and this was so fun this was so much fun we'll do it we'll do it again soon (laughs) bye guys bye (laughs) yay that was so fun wazoo (laughs) 